Hello, and welcome to our monthly video games podcast. Um, my name's Scruffy, and I'm here with Random Bloke, and we're very excited to launch this style of content and dive into the world of video games news, reviews, and opinion. This is our first go at this, so apologies if we're a little rough around the edges. Um, but we are Scruffy and Random, and we met last summer on Twitter. Hi, Random. How you doing? I'm very good, thank you. How are you? I'm good. And we, we started streaming on Twitch at a similar time, kind of post-Mixer, wasn't it? It was, yeah. So Mixer closed, oh gosh, June or July of last year. Right. Um, I realized I, I hadn't been streaming on Mixer for a while, but when it went, I suddenly thought, oh, I, I, I wish I had been. So I um, had, to, had to make the move and ended up on Twitch. And then, But we had met on Twitter and um, I think we had similar, or at least I had a Twitch question, and you were kind enough to answer. And then once we both got streaming, we kind of, uh, we, now we mod for each other. And we've been video game buddies since about then. And it's been a fun year. It has indeed, yeah. And I think most folks will know a little bit about us. But just in case uh, there's anybody new, um, here's a little background. Uh, so I'm Scruffy, and I'm from the UK. But now I live in New Jersey, and I have done for years. Um, I've been gaming since the early 80s. And we started out at home with an Amstrad CPC 464. And then we also had uh, Sega consoles, Sony consoles, and um, Nintendo as well. I'm married. I have two kids. I live in the suburbs near Philly. Um, and I've worked in real estate and defense contracting uh, for years. But since uh, the pandemic and a welcome lifestyle change at home, I've been diving into video games content creation. And I've just had a fantastic year on Twitch. And I'm kind of doubling down on the efforts and exploring different types of content creation, podcasts included. Um, I do most of my gaming on the Xbox Series X, and we'll talk about that in a minute. Uh, but I'm also here with Random. Tell us about yourself, Random. Sure thing. So I'm Random or Random Bloke on most of the platforms that I'm on. I was born and bred in Scotland. I had brief stints living in England and Northern Ireland, but now back living in Scotland with uh, with my wife and two kids. Uh, like Scruffy, I've been gaming since the 1980s. My dad started me out on his Commodore VIC-20, then we moved to a Commodore 64. And then my console journey started with the Sega Mega Drive or, or Genesis for some of you, and the Super Nintendo, and then finally onto the OG Xbox. And I've had an Xbox of one form or another, Ever since, I, I do play on PC as well. I'd say I split my time pretty evenly between the PC and the Xbox Series X. I'm self-employed. I work in IT, so I spend a lot of time on computers. Um, but gaming is my way of unwinding. And part of that is streaming on Twitch, having a good time chatting away with folks and meeting uh, fantastic members of the community and making new friends there. It's been great, uh, Random. And, and you just said you had the OG Xbox, and I've got to admit, I never had one of them. And uh, I think it was a nice machine. It was. It was. It was a, it was a, a nice thing to have. Um, we were talking just before we started recording about how I had the OG Xbox um, when I lived in London. The place I lived there, I was in charge of putting video projectors into classrooms and so of an evening, I would go down to the tech room, take a, a projector, and then come back and play Halo on the OG Xbox on the wall. Um, it was great fun. It was that fantastic. sounds fantastic. And of course, now I'm uh, staying up late playing the new Halo Infinite tech demo. And um, 
having a great time. But I think before we get uh, too into uh, consoles and video games, I, I would like to start with a bit of a shout out to um, our communities because we've met such a nice bunch of people. Um, and so for for me, Twitch has been a great experience. Um, the folks we've met along the way have been uh, just the best. And it's been what I've enjoyed most about streaming. And so I do want to offer out some huge shout outs to uh, Random Bloke, uh, my good buddy here, and also Idlebird, who both have been modding for me when I've been live streaming. Um, and then everyone else in the Twitch community. Now I've recently uh, moved over to YouTube, so it's a bit of a disruption to those live streams, but folks have been fantastic coming over and I hope we're gonna continue to have a great time over on YouTube. And then also Twitter, which is actually where I met Random Bloke, right, dude? That's right, yeah. And um, also uh, from that time as well, Game Pass Dad, big shout out to him. Um, he's been doing great stuff on Twitch also, but also does a great job uh, with his own Twitter. And I do recommend anyone goes and follows uh, at Game Pass Dad. Um, and I think it's a similar, you've got similar shout outs as well, random, right? I do, yeah. Um, this sounds a bit kind of, sort of closed community but i wanted to give give a big shout out to scruffy who as i say as he was saying is um i'm his mod and he's uh, my mod on twitch i also have to say uh, a big thank you to um some scottish streamers to steve's retro who was who was very local to me and was a good support uh, and also to the little atari who i've known for donkey's years but has been a a, a kind of stable member of the community and I have to say a big thank you to a group of, of guys from Glasgow who run a, a competing podcast, but we're not we're not into <laughs> you know, cutting off the competition, to the Nearly Men, who are a fantastic group of video games, podcasters and streamers from Glasgow. They really were a big part of getting me off the line on Twitch. I think um, I remember yeah. some uh, Scottish Mafia raids uh, back in the early days modding for you. Absolutely. I'll Absolutely. never I'll never forget it. Such good times. And uh, of course, I'd like to shout out the Nearly Men as well. Uh, Paul, Colin and Gary, uh, those talented bastards. My goodness. Um, absolutely fantastic community and as for me especially having a community to enjoy for myself as a as a viewer and everything has been absolutely fantastic so big shout out to the nearly men um i also want a couple of highlights that i don't think i'll ever forget the the Wreckfest competition random you dark horse <laughs> oh so good so good what was that second in the end but you came first no no i didn't come first didn't tommy win you came first tommy came first yeah i think i was second and you were third Came down that to the last that. race, dude. <laughs> <laughs> and then also, I really enjoyed uh, the FIFA tournament uh, that they ran. Absolutely fantastic stuff uh, with the the whole like TV studio and everything. I honestly great times and great work on Twitch. Absolutely loved it. And uh, regularly enjoying Sea of Thieves, watching those guys stream Sea of Thieves, Captain Shambles. Um, absolutely fantastic stuff. So yeah, I've got. Um, a lot of fond memories already from this last year with the Nearly Men. And it just goes to show how fun video gaming communities can be and how meaningful during this pandemic and these strange times it's all been. Yeah, I would absolutely agree with that. I mean, I, I'm i not the most sociable of people. My wife would tell you that. <laughs> but I've, with the pandemic, become much more sociable, just not in person. So I'm playing games with people um from all over the world yeah um, through through this this 
medium um, and making fantastic friends. Whereas previously, um, well, during the pandemic, there was every chance you would have seen nobody for goodness knows how long. Right. Absolutely. It's, it's just a great, a great thing. Yeah. No, it's funny. I, I've uh, often said this when I've been streaming, but I never really got to make friends in real life who were as into video games as I've been. And so um, this pandemic has kind of forced or rather facilitated all that kind of stuff. And it has been fantastic. And it's almost it's almost a year now that I've had my Xbox Series X. And this has been a big part of um, of what I've really enjoyed or what's made gaming just really such a sweet hobby at the moment. And I know you game on the Series X as well, Random, and I just wondered, you've probably had all the consoles. I had the 360. I think you said earlier you had the original Xbox. But this one, for me, this console, it's like, it's almost like everything I could have imagined. And and, and it, what's what's strange about it is the the um the feature that is the best for me is how quick and responsive the console is and obviously the games look and play beautifully but having a brand new sort of cutting edge quick console whereas compared to the xbox um series uh, the xbox one it's just so fast and responsive yeah yeah i'm definitely with you on that i mean my son has a series, he doesn't have a series, anything. He has an Xbox One S. And if we're playing games together, uh, he, he gets annoyed at how quickly my console will load up. Right. Whilst he's still sitting in the menu. Yeah. Um, it, it is amazing. Quick resume is a fantastic thing. You know, being able to come back to your game and it's exactly where you left it. Yeah. You can switch between them in in seconds so that, I, that was unheard of it's like magic i actually don't understand the tech um i <laughs> do you get how they how they quite do that because you can have four or five games in a play state and swap between them in around three or four seconds a piece I, I don't it's very very clever whatever it is i could i could speculate but it would be me guessing right um, i have noticed that if if i have a quick resume and my son plays the same game it will offer to wipe out my quick resume. So it's like you can only have one per game. Right. So I'm guessing that it's saving it because the NVMe drive is like is blisteringly fast. Right. I'm guessing it's saving the game state on the NVMe drive in some kind of quick access area. I'm not sure. Most this is guesswork, uh, to be honest, but whatever it is, it's it's incredible. But the 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 benefit is huge. It's just something it's it's not the feature I thought I'd enjoy the most, um, but that quick resume with just how snappy and responsive booting up games are from the dash anyway, it's all a, kind of a very different experience, and I, I'm loving it. I, I've got to say, um, and I have enjoyed sort of the games I've been really getting into, um, at least on live streams. They were also on PC, and now the gap between kind of general performance and how they look and everything well and truly closed now so for me some of the sim games that i've been playing um only on the absolute margins can you tell the difference graphically and performance wise um but in terms of you know just booting it up jumping in the game fantastically quick and i just love it yeah and i think that that question of of I don't want to get into an argument with anybody like in the comments or anything, but the question of, you know, PC versus console, these consoles have 
there will always be people who can tell the difference, who will say, you know, I, I'm playing my games on PC at 120 frames a second or even higher. But for, I would count myself a casual player. And for casual players like me, the console has got very close to, if not equal to, the performance on some PC games. I'm, I'm dead impressed with it. Yeah, same here. And at a fantastic uh, price point. And this, of course, goes uh, largely for the PlayStation as well. And it's just, um, it's a nice time to be a console gamer, I think. Absolutely. I wouldn't I wouldn't disagree one bit. So talking about games and all of this stuff, um, we're recording this at the end of September. So I'd like to just talk about a couple of the highlights uh, that I have uh, for this month. And I think... Uh, I've got to be honest, I had a late night last night, and the reason for that was that I was up late playing the new Halo Infinite tech preview. Um, that's been fantastic, and as much as it should have been out on launch, I was having this thought actually yesterday while I was playing it. Just, I just, if this had been... So the current tech preview is a fantastic multiplayer uh, preview. The game is just gorgeous. I really... Uh, enjoyed Halo 5 multiplayer, but this uh, seems to be combining the older style of Halo with a very uh, new style as well. But uh, everybody seems to love it. I know I'm enjoying it. And um, I was up late playing it. So, so no doubts the Halo tech preview has been a massive highlight for me. But I've also enjoyed um, my SnowRunner. Can't stop playing that. Was also trucking late last night. Um, they also released Season 5 of their content updates for that game. So we're in year two of SnowRunner content and season five offered some new regions, uh, a new region and some new trucks. And it's all a lot of fun. Um, but then random, a game we've both been playing uh, and we're looking at right now is Aliens Fireteam Elite. Um, there's some footage playing with myself uh, with the cowboy hat on, but also random bloke and Tommy B from the community there. Uh, we've been having a great time with this, haven't we? It is such a good game. Yeah. Yeah. Having a fantastic time with it. I love the setting. Obviously, I'm a huge Alien fan and um, you can see they've done a really beautiful job uh, capturing the look and the feel. And I think this content here has got a mix of both the uh, the Xenos there and some of the uh, the synth enemies. And it really, uh, you know, it's a, it's a fun, challenging uh, shooter. And I think we're going to talk a bit more about it. We've got a little review to go um, a bit later on. So we'll get back to that. Um, also, see the sort of stuff you get on Game Pass, which... We're big fans of the Series X, I think it's fair to say, but one of the things I've been enjoying a lot has been Game Pass, and it's allowed me to try a few different things. So Game Pass has allowed me to get really into Sea of Thieves. Um, that's been uh, terrific, and they just released some new content. Was it yesterday or the day before? I forget the new... I think it was Thursday, so... So earlier this we're... week, they yeah, had... Then we're their... recording this on a Sunday, so a few days ago. Yeah, and... Um, you know, Sea of Thieves just keeps getting better, I think. I loved the uh, the Disney crossover with Pirates of the Caribbean. So Sea of Thieves on Game Pass has been terrific. We also, we both played and I streamed The Artful Escape, um, which is another game we're going to review uh, this podcast. That was beautiful. And uh, also this month, I kind of want to chat about this a little bit. Um, 
There were more rumors. If you're very online like I am and you exist on Twitter in a sort of semi-permanent state, there were another flurry of um, acquisition rumors for Xbox. And it was quite funny. A lot of... um, a lot of the people who have often been in the know were uh, were saying that something else big was coming, and uh, everybody was waiting for the new announcement of a of another large acquisition by Microsoft uh, for another game studio, similar to maybe not as big as, but the Zenimax Bethesda. Um, but this time, the uh, the rumors. Uh, didn't come through. Nothing happened. And I just thought that was one of those funny things that happens in social media spaces. And the thing I, I want to take away from it is that for all the recent rumors, nobody saw the Bethesda deal, the Zenimax deal before it happened. Nobody saw it coming. So I'm kind of suspicious of uh, rumor mongers on, on what they think is coming down the pipeline because these kinds of deals, they're huge deals now, massive deals with only a few people at the heads of these companies really knowing what the state of play on these things are. And also they're all completely bound by non-disclosure agreements, all kinds of stuff like that. Did you run into any of that stuff this week, Random? Very briefly. And it turns out I was I was up completely the wrong garden path with it. So um, <laughs> I saw a, a, a brief flurry of stuff about the potential for Microsoft acquiring Activision. Right. And um, again, there's there's nothing to that. It was literally just somebody saying something in a tweet, and that's the danger of of when you look at this these social media. Sometimes you see a tweet and you go, "Oh, we can report on that," but right. there's no weight to it at all. So, um, yeah, I saw I saw some of it, but as you were saying, there's there's no firm information. So it's all somebody it's... somebody could know something, but they ain't telling us. <laughs> Well, that's my, that is my point. Like these things uh, are pretty wrapped up pretty tight and, um, you know, you couldn't possibly just leak some information like that and put at risk, uh, the deals that might be getting worked through. I forget who it was. It was, um, another, oh, gosh, I should have had this written down, but, but, uh, about a month ago, there were some more rumors going on and, and one of the uh, about another Microsoft acquisition. And one of the companies involved put out one of their um, kind of PR statements saying that, you know, they're not for sale and there are no discussions and all that kind of thing, which to me <laughs> is a bit of a, a bit of a flag that there were probably potentially discussions. Um, I know that sounds weird and perhaps counterintuitive, but uh, no, no, I, I think that makes sense. You know, because the company comes out and says, by the way, the rumors are false and you're going, hold on, what rumors? Yeah, it's, it's b- like... <laughs> because they have to satisfy a legal requirement to have not been the reason for the leak, right? So that kind of thing does play out. But I don't think you can really read the tea leaves too much on it. I will say, though, I am excited for more um, Microsoft acquisitions. Microsoft has recently kind of gone all in on gaming um the new head of my the new ceo of of microsoft has recently himself literally said they're all in on games about a few months ago and this is all a very different place for the whole uh way that xbox lives within the microsoft corporation and i'm uh 
I'm all about it. <laughs> I love it. Um, I I think Game Pass is a winning formula because you know honestly, who doesn't enjoy their um, TV and movie streaming now on a streaming service? And I think uh, it allows for um, much more variety and and trying of different games. And you know, every now and then, random. I think, my God, if I was 13 again and I had a Game Pass subscription, I'd be in heaven. Do you know what I mean? Just unbelievable. Yeah, yeah, I'm absolutely with you. I, just just picking up on what you were saying about being excited for Microsoft, for more Microsoft acquisitions, I'm going to slightly play devil's advocate. I absolutely agree with you that Microsoft expanding their gaming is a fantastic thing. I'm a little nervous for what that means for indie developers, and I think the indie scene is is really important. Right. Um I don't I don't have many thoughts on this. I haven't developed this at all, but just um almost like a little cautionary tale that um I think indie developers matter and I yeah. hope that none of this sort of puts any of them out of the scene. So it's uh it's one of those uh any business that that grows and acquires. That's the sort of concern, you know, over here in the US, people talk about Walmart killing off mom and pop uh, stores, all that kind of thing. But I think that would make a great segue into the recent indie game that we both really enjoyed on Game Pass. Uh, that makes it sound like we know what we're doing. We didn't plan that. <laughs> because we have, uh, we do have a review. Uh, we, wanted, we want to talk more about The Artful Escape by Anna I can't say that. How do you say that random? Annapurna Interactive, which I believe is a... That sounds good enough. That's an indie studio. And I think the flip side of of your concern would be that, um, yes, you want to have a vibrant, small developer community, but um, they get to suddenly realize a massive audience. And a game like uh, The Artful Escape is probably not a game I'd have picked up unless it was very discounted. So I don't know always how the finances work for devs who put their games on Game Pass, but there is a financial consideration. And so anyway, the um, the Artful Escape was uh, on Game Pass and I streamed it and I absolutely loved it. And I think you were watching along, weren't you, Random? I was indeed, yeah. And, and through watching your stream, that made me think that evening, I'm going to pick this up myself. Influencer, mate. <laughs> Influencer, that's it. You'll be verified on Twitter before you know it. Oh, my God. Um, and what a game it was. So uh, The Artful Escape is a is a music-driven... It's beautiful. It's music-driven. It's a story game. And you exist on the screen in a kind of a fairly traditional side-scrolling, almost platformer uh, way. And you walk around from place to place discussing... Uh, you know, your uh, teenage angst as a musician. And then es- essentially uh, things get crazy pretty quickly, don't they? And um, you get whisked off into space and you're uh, you're discovering your true musical identity. And it's, uh, it's a lot of fun. And the gameplay breaks down with, how would you describe it? Some very, very basic platforming and uh, kind of... Um, you kind of strum along and you sing, not sing, but you, you make the the character play his guitar and the world around you comes to life. And it's it's really kind of beautiful, isn't it? Yeah, it's it's a real mix. There, as you say, there is there's some platforming, 
there's some almost guitar hero like you know press the right buttons in the right order that's it reminded right. me of um gosh what was that old game simon says yeah the electronic game yeah the handheld thing yes yeah so it reminded me of that but the the lovely thing is that when you're doing that and the big thing for me in this was when you're doing that you're producing the most amazing guitar solos right um the music was just fantastic i absolutely loved listening to it yeah yeah and i love a good guitar solo and they kind of uh it was almost 80s inspired but like uh prog rock guitar solos it was fantastic stuff actually it doesn't probably fit into a normal music category but really a lot of fun a bit of a trip frankly and quite the vibe um i definitely enjoyed it i, I also enjoyed a lot of the voice actors in the game i think it was lena Hedley, hendley was one of them i forget who the other chap was you remember right <laughs> Uh, no <laughs> was was it lavar burton no it was, it was someone else but um no no we we joked that one of the characters looked like geordie laforge but it wasn't uh, LeVar burton. right 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 but um yeah super voice acting a lot of fun i enjoyed uh did i say it dressing up my rock star because when you get about halfway through you kind of discover the character discovers himself but then you the gamer you get to create this rock god in in a variety of different ways i thought that was really a lot of fun too yeah. so yeah. um i did put my like critique hat on a bit for this game um i loved it uh, like i said earlier perfect for game pass so an indie game i probably would never have tried unless it was going very very cheap and um I enjoyed my playthrough a lot. I, I remember the stream was split in two. And after the first one, I was really looking forward to getting back to it. I wanted to wrap up the story, see how things finished up. So it was definitely compelling. And But on the other hand, I would say it's probably a one and done for me. I doubt I'll revisit it. Um, but I do solidly recommend it. And I'm giving it a score of about three and a half out of five. What did you think? I so thinking in, in terms of of critiquing it, my only thing would be that the game is quite short. Yeah. However, I think by the time you get to the end of it, you kind of feel like actually the game has run its course. So maybe that that length is actually about right. Yeah. Um, coming back to it, it's not a game that I would play over and over, but I do intend to go back because it's it's really generous with the gamer points for um for achievements. <laughs> <laughs> and so I was looking at it and thinking, right, I've missed a couple of achievements and I'm wanting to go back and get them. Oh, you're going to um, achievement hunt the uh, game. Good for you. Absolutely. So I think I ended up just playing it through with about 800 out of 1,000. Right. And it's like, right, that's so close. I've got to go back for the last 200. Oh, nice. uh, for me, I I liked the music so much. I liked the story so much. Um, those of you who know me will know that I'm... I tend not to show it often, but I'm really quite emotional. So at the end of the story, I'm like, oh, feel it. I'm feeling quite emotional in this. Yeah. Um, it's got to be a four to a four and a half out of five for me. I really liked it. Not a game that I would play over and over, but as a one-off experience or perhaps a, a, a two times experience, um, I thought it was fantastic. Yeah, it was beautiful. And um, I really, I personally really enjoyed uh, the musical elements as well but putting together my rock star who ended up looking basically like david bowie uh was was a real trip and he was i called him a scruffalicious uh shout out to uh colin little for that one um but what was your rock star in the end 
What was okay, it? Okay, I will say my son helped me to, to name this. I was the flamboyant turkey <laughs> because he wanted to call it the flamboyant flamingo, but couldn't remember what a flamingo was called. Awesome. Awesome. And uh, I forget what he was looking like. He had a like punk hairdo and like rocker he gear, did, didn't he? Like, like a, a lit up techno jacket and everything, kind of a a techno punk rocker, yeah. That was, a, that was a lot of fun. Um, nice one. So that was The Artful Escape, uh, an indie game available on Game Pass. Do recommend uh, you check it out. But I'd like to talk more about what we're watching. Aliens, Fireteam Elite by Cold Iron Studios. Um, random, let me know your thoughts on this game. I think in short, I I genuinely love this game. I love the setting. Again, like yourself, I'm a fan of the Alien franchise. So a game where you get to be one of the colonial marines um, and basically go around and shoot xenomorphs, it's yeah. great. It's yeah. um, It brings in lore from across the different movies. I think it does it really well. There's lots of customization options. So my, like my guns are all painted blue with the Nostromo mission badge on them just because I think it looks cool. And you're a heavy... Uh what's it called the heavy heavy class the demolisher demolisher right so yeah I'm, I'm the guy with that big that big belt mounted gun that um that vasquez had yeah awesome i think if i were to say one thing i is this a criticism or not maybe not because maybe this is how it's designed this is very definitely a game to play with friends yeah so single player is available. It will fill in your squad with a couple of bots. That's but right. Single player doesn't really do it for me. So I would say this is very much one to play with friends. That's um, right. Having said that, when I am playing with friends, it's fantastic. And it's got to be, I would say, a four out of five again for me on this. Absolutely. Okay, great. And so big shout out to Tommy B, who has been joining us and running around inside these uh, alien structures. We've been having a good time. Absolutely. He's a good laugh as well. Yeah. So I think so. Just so if you don't know what the game is, uh, Alien Fireteam Elite is like a Left for Dead co-op shooter. And it has a, a variety of different classes. So I'm playing a technician. Random, you were the demolisher. What was Tommy running as? Tommy's the medic. Is it the medic. The, that's right. So, so yeah, some pretty... That's right. And there's another one as well with like a riot shield. I think he's that's kind of a tank class. Um, yeah, it's a lot of fun. And it this this really does remind me of Left 4 Dead. And it also reminds me a little bit of um, running some kind of MMO dungeon, but with uh, first-person shooter mechanics, or rather third-person shooter mechanics. But the, the shooting is super satisfying. And... Um, the aliens crawling around the walls is creepy. The architecture and the maps are really well designed for a lot of fun engagements. Um, some of the bigger aliens and the variety of aliens are quite, you know, they're uh, challenging and surprising. I think I, I remember the first time the warriors started running into us. We uh, we had a couple a bit of trouble with them, but you oh know, my goodness, yes. And, that uh, the mission, if I remember correctly. Right. They, they definitely ended us a couple of times. But there's also a lot of um, progression for your character and customization, like you were talking about. So there's quite a lot to get stuck into, uh, especially if you like the setting. And I think what I'd say is this was a, a $40 game here in the US. Was that similar price over there? 
Uh, yes, it was. So it's basically a double A game. And there are a couple of spots where it shows. For example, there's no lip syncing with some of the voiceovers. So when you go to uh, the guy who gives you the intelligence briefings or the uh, lady who sends you off on your missions, the there is no lip sync. There is no there's voiceover, but they haven't animated it. So there's a couple of areas where things aren't AAA, but for what it is as a double A co-op shooter, I'm having an amazing time. Absolutely loving, loving it. And oh, before I give my score, I want to shout out the music twice. The music has absolutely stunned me. So there's all, and, and the sound, I should say the sound as well. So there's the sound of the pulse rifle, which is like kind of an iconic sound. Um, and then the sound of the alien scream when they die, both of those, or attack, both of those things are really evocative for me as a fan of the ser- of the movies. But then also the, mus- the music, uh, the soundtrack, the orchestral soundtrack that kicks in on some of the levels is just uh, really, really high quality stuff. And so even though it's a double A game, I think it's got triple A gameplay and some very nice polish in, in some areas. Um, really liked it. Uh, solid four out of five for me. Uh, very much recommended. And I can't wait to finish up. In fact, random, I hope we're going to be able to uh, get some game time on this one a bit later this evening. So, yes, that'd be great. Hopefully we'll get through the mission this time. Yeah, right. We keep ending on the final fights. But um, anyway, so those were two games this month that I really I enjoyed them both. And we're going to be looking at games um, and getting a couple of reviews in with each podcast. Um, so if anybody has any recommendations of what that we might take a look at, what we might review, please do let us know. Um, and we'll give you all the information on how to reach out to us right at the end of the podcast. So it's the end of September. So we've got October coming up random. And uh, we've got a lot of new games coming out. FIFA 22 is coming out. And I think you're interested in, was it an NHL game? Yeah, I've... Uh, to be honest, football has never grabbed me, but ice hockey has. Right. And so where where some people are, are like, oh, the new FIFA's coming out, I end up going, oh, the new NHL's coming out. So yes, looking forward to that one. <laughs> Good stuff. Yeah, me too. I want to see uh, how much money they make over at EA this year with the uh, their their uh, card packs and all that stuff. It's uh, quite it's quite addictive. You have got to be careful. I managed to shake it off this year, uh, even after getting in on a tournament, but, um, yeah, it's good stuff. Uh, there's a Alan Wake remaster, which is a game I really enjoyed on the 360. And, um, with remasters, I'm never really sure what to expect, but if they're able to bring up some gameplay elements and some visual elements, uh, to kind of a next gen or a cross gen, uh, sort of uh situation i'd be really interested in that one did you ever play alan wake i don't you know i'm looking forward to this remaster because i feel like i'm finally going to tackle it oh good i am the i'm like the world's biggest coward okay (laughs) and so when i played the original i was like i very quickly and i don't even think it's a particularly scary game but i very quickly went nope not for me so i'm gonna give it a go Good, good. Yeah, it's got a great mechanic with the uh, flashlights and everything like that. So that's that's one I'm going to be checking out. Um, what else? Far Cry 6 drops. Now, a lot of people are 
kind of blowing a bit cold on Far Cry. Um, I think it looks fantastic. I don't know that I'll necessarily be picking it up. Um, it does look to have the same basic structure of uh, a Far Cry game, which I think maybe some people have maybe run their time with, but um, it's got that terrific actor. Um, I should know his name from uh, Breaking Bad and a whole bunch of other stuff as the villain. Um, it does look quite interesting to me. Yeah. Um, and again, Far Cry is one of those games where I think if you like it, you like it. Um, I'm looking forward to it, partly because I've, I've liked pretty much all of the Far Cry games so far. Yeah. I'll just try to find out the name of that actor for you. Yeah, I um, it'd be like a stream when we go down a rabbit hole, start googling things. <laughs> I know. I um, know. yeah, I actually the Far Cry game I enjoyed the most was Primal, Far Cry Primal. I don't know if you ever tried that one, but it was the caveman one. The the uh, it was uh, you know, all spears and hatchets and all that stuff. Uh, a lot of good that, stuff in that one. That's one of the ones I haven't tried actually. I, I do. I have the disc sitting in my living room. It's a recommend. It's a recommend. Um, that actor, by the way, is Giancarlo Esposito. Esposito, that's right. Yeah, what a what a terrific actor. So um, it's always nice. It, it's interesting, isn't it? Um, movies uh, and TV crossing over more and more into uh, video games uh, yeah. with um, you know motion capture acting and voiceover uh, voice acting and all that kind of stuff. And I think. Uh, I think I'll always remember it was a few years ago when like the total video games industry was big, became bigger than the movie industry. That was a, that was a real eye-opening moment for me. And I was like, you know what? I wish this was a few years ago when I was still neck deep in business. And I was like, <laughs> you know, I always wish I'd, <laughs> I'd started doing something with video games. And um, of course that didn't happen, but uh, it's just, it's definitely, uh, I want to say multimedia now, but um, there's a lot going on in this space and it's an exciting time for video games and, and there's a lot of talent out there uh, that's getting involved. Um, anyway, so what else? Oh, the new Switch. The new Switch. I don't know if it's like uh, like this in your house, Randa, but I never get any time on the bloody Switch. Uh, my kids... And my wife, they love the Switch so much. Um, huge, huge success. We've had so much fun with a lot of the games on the Switch. Um, I mostly enjoy it on the TV. I, I bet I rarely use it handheld. But there is a new uh, refresh coming out on the uh, on the Switch. And this basically is the OLED version. It's going to get a nice shiny screen. Um, I don't think anything is actually changing uh, with the, the insides of it. But um, I do think uh, for those who do enjoy it handheld, this will be a nice upgrade. Yeah, I think an OLED screen will look fantastic. Yeah. Um, the, the contrast on that will be amazing. Fantastic for, for playing in the dark in the right. bedroom when your parents have told you to go to sleep oh yeah <laughs> you live that life too i hear you man oh, a little bit yeah <laughs> <laughs> but um yeah i'm uh, i'm a fan of the console i don't core any of the games uh, i often think that i maybe would if, if it wasn't constantly being used but uh there's so much now in gaming and i'm so in love with my series x that you know i'm almost at the point where if it's not on the x I kind of don't want to, I you know, I don't want to interrupt my flow, man. I just like 
playing my stuff on my Series X. What a nerd. <laughs> Shocking. Uh, also, next month, Riders Republic is coming out. Now, uh, did you check out Riders Republic at all? That's a Ubisoft, uh, I think, Ubisoft open I world have not, no. racer, flyer, snowboarder type game. So um, I tried the demo. I tried it for a few hours. Uh, I feel like I kind of got the point of the game. Um, and it was quite fun. Uh, it was quite fun. Now, for me, this is the perfect Game Pass game, but I don't think it's going to be, unless Ubisoft happens to be the acquisition that Microsoft are working on. But um, it's... Uh, it, unconfirmed. We don't I, know that. <laughs> un, unconfirmed. Uh, just, uh, just plucking at straws there. Um, but it was... What it did was massive... So what Forza Horizon what the Forza Horizon series did for car racing games is uh, Riders Republic is trying to do for the snowboarding, downhill BMXing or mountain biking type game, and um, I can see some potential with it. Uh, I'll be interested to see what the uh, final form of it is uh, when, when it's released. I'll take a look at some streams and watch some videos of it, but. There's definitely some potential for the, for that. And it did remind me of how much I enjoyed things like SSX and uh, skateboarding games and all that kind of stuff. Um, so yeah, I'd recommend keeping your eyes on that one. It's I, I think they're trying hard with that game. Let me put it like that. <laughs> um, and for me personally, next month is going to include uh, more SnowRunner, more Halo, I hope. Um, next weekend uh, is going to be the big team battle uh, demo. Uh, so I'm very much looking forward to that. Uh, hopefully slightly less sweaty than uh, some of the uh, arena stuff has been. <laughs> Although I can get sweaty. Anyone's welcome to check out my stream and have a look. But um also, I've been playing a bit of Borderlands 3. Now, that's I do love a, a loot game. And uh, Borderlands 3, it's funny, Borderlands, the series, was one of the very first games that I paid attention to pre-release. Like, I was reading Edge magazine. I don't know if you ever read that back in the UK, Random. Oh, and, gosh, uh, yes. Yeah, I thought that was a, it was a really nice magazine. I enjoyed it a lot. Anyway, I remember when Borderlands 1 was in development and they changed the graphical style um, from a realism kind of Mad Max-looking game to this cell-shaded, high-contrast, animated look. And... I remember thinking at the time, because this is back when everything needed to look as realistic as possible. That's kind of where everything was pushing. I remember thinking, oh, that, that'll be a mistake. <laughs> Why are they doing that? And of course, uh, you know, how wrong I was. And I, I really so enjoyed well, it. Oh, it's, it's, you know, it did fantastically well. And um, I played a lot of one. I played some of two, but I can't remember. I must have rented that game because uh, I, don't, I don't have it. I, I don't know where it's went. Um, and then I've been getting into three now. Um, it's really good. And so I do like uh, loot mechanics, like randomized loot, that kind of stuff. And then um, changing up your character's build and making something unique. I do enjoy that. Uh, so I've been playing that and I will be playing some more of that. I'm, I'm definitely playing more Forza Horizon this coming month random because 
I'm pretty hyped for five. Uh, we'll talk about that in a minute, I think. But what about yourself, dude? What are you looking forward to in October? Oh, in October, I mean, to be honest, I will be playing a lot of the same stuff that I have been playing. So I've been hitting Formula One 2020 pretty hard lately. Nice. Um, just enjoying um, the sort of playing through the season and that. I haven't felt the need to upgrade to F1 21 yet. Right. But I think that's coming. I can feel myself ready to make that move. Um, next month, I think we've got... We've actually already talked about Alan Wake and Far Cry and NHL, but look, then the next month again in November, what I'm looking forward to is Farming 722. Oh, yeah. Farming. Yep. Um, Forza Horizon 5. Uh, again, I've been hitting Forza Horizon 4 pretty hard, sort of getting back into it. Yep. The thing I love about Horizon 4 is I can drive around Edinburgh and drive yeah. around bits of the Lake District that I used to go on holiday to. <laughs> so nice. Like that. Beautiful game. Um, one that... Uh, I don't know if this is going to be on Game Pass or not, but apparently on November the 30th, Beyond a Steel Sky is coming out on the Xbox. The point and um, click? Okay. It's a sequel to Beneath a Steel Sky, which was a point and click. Oh, right, right, right. And nice. so I actually, I streamed this on, on my channel, oh, like a, about a year ago or something. But yeah. It's, it's a really good sort of puzzle game. It looks like Borderlands. It's that whole cel-shaded thing. Right. But it's got some some good sense of humor, um, some good puzzles in it. And um, I may pick it up again just to have another go at it. I, nice. I really enjoyed it. Excellent. So there's stuff on the cards for you as well. That's good, man. Yeah, yeah. That's good. Well, great. I mean, random. I think that's kind of a podcast. How did it go? <laughs> <laughs> i can't believe we've done it i know a lot of fun dude um <laughs> massive thanks random for joining me on this endeavor um no thank you it's been good to chat as well yeah it's always nice and uh so want to say um some thank yous and and let everybody know where they can reach out and contact uh, random and myself um i'm uh, at social scruffy on twitter so that's at s-o-c-i-a-l S-C-R-U-F-F-Y. And I always link any of my content and my streams there. I don't have a fancy uh, custom URL for my YouTube channel, but I post a lot of the stuff there. I'll also include that in the description here. And um, for anyone who's interested in joining in with the community, um, I'm at Discord Scruffy on Discord and everybody's welcome there. And what about you, Random? What are your links? Um, my main one is you can find me on Twitter. I'm at gt underscore random bloke but the o's are zeros my my twitter handle is a bit of a nightmare um so that's gt underscore random bloke with the o's being zeros and, and we have our uh, we have our twitters on the uh, video page for anyone watching we on youtube indeed. we do indeed and i'll be linking to um various streams and or youtube videos there as they happen great and so um i will be launching a uh, patreon for anybody who's going to be supporting my content creation uh probably on the 1st of october and one of the perks will be that you get access to this uh podcast early before it's uh, got general release to the public so that'll be one perk there um so do stay tuned for what's upcoming for my youtube channel and all of that good stuff um but i think uh I think that's a wrap. I think that's all we have time for today. So it's a goodbye from me. 
and a goodbye from him. <laughs> Take care, Random. Thanks, everybody. Thanks and very much. We'll speak again soon. Take care.